As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Sales Babble Podcast, episode 338, Stop Selling and Start Connecting, an interview with Larry Kaufman. Welcome to Sales Babble, the podcast that shares selling secrets for non-sellers. And now your host, Pat Helmers. Hello, sales babblers. This is Pat Helmers, and today our guest is Larry Kaufman. He's the author of the best-selling book, The NCG Factor, a formula for building life-changing relationships from college to retirement. Larry's a connector. He's a giver. He's a rainmaker. And in this episode, Larry shares how to connect warmly with strangers, how to get comfortable being uncomfortable, and how to ask everyone that you meet, how you doing? How can I help you? But before we get to the interview, I'd like to do a shout out to our sponsor, Sharetivity. Sharetivity helps salespeople increase prospect engagement by providing an easy and fast way to personalize their outreach on LinkedIn. Sharetivity, one-click personalization. And so with no further ado, let's get to it. Welcome, Larry. Are you ready to babble? I am ready to babble, Pat. Larry, you're a consummate networker. And in fact, er earlier this year, before the lockdown, you gave a talk called Stop Selling, Start Connecting. <laughs> Why did you title your talk like that? Well, thank you. You know, I think a lot of us that are in sales roles, and that could be CEOs that are selling CEOs to true salespeople out there. I think definitely in this economic climate, but even right before COVID struck, when I spoke about this, I just believe that we need to stop selling. And I, I think building, building relationships with people that we're selling to, instead of just trying to slam something down their throat, our product and service is not going to get us where we need to be for a long-term relationship. We could do an awesome job We may have an awesome solution, product, service, but if we're not building a relationship, helping our you know, decision makers we're talking to, to connect to people that they should know that could help their business or help them on a personal level, it's cementing and building relationships. So kind of being a connector and building relationships rather than just always selling and I don't know about you, but I just don't like it when people are always trying to sell me, but when they're getting, trying to get to know me, 
it just has a different feel to it. It's a different feel to it. And I think it, it establishes a much longer standing relationship that could stand the test of COVID time. I don't think a lot of people would disagree with this, but I do think a lot of people don't know how to do this. They can say the words, I know I should be building relationships, but they don't know how to approach this. How do you do this? Well, I think, you know, COVID, you know, all the distancing physically, socially has changed the way we do business today. So it's even a whole different climate out there today. And so I think some of it just starts with even pre-COVID is, Pat, how are you doing? How are you doing professionally and personally? Getting to know Pat, getting to know a decision maker besides their business or the, hey, Pat, how you doing? What, what keeps you up at night? Like that's the standard question everybody loves to ask and I hate to hear it and I never ask it. I don't want to know that. You know, I want to know more about them personally. I want to know today even more so you know, how have you been impacted? Not, not just in business, but, you know, personally, people have lost family, friends, their businesses have diminished, went away. So it, I think just even before COVID, it's just getting to know people and building rapport and a relationship. And then you could shift it to business. But I, I feel getting to know people, you may find something out about them personally that aligns with you philanthropically, you just right. may have some type of connection outside of business that takes you down a whole different path. This is the thing. It's hard to, it's hard to connect with people. Like, like lots of times you can reach out and connect with people on LinkedIn. They never connect. You can certainly do cold calling, <laughs> you know, you could certainly like direct message them Twitter and things like that, but people never get back to you. So how do you like get this kind of relationship conversation even kicked off? Because I think that's the, that's the struggle that people have. Well, I think what LinkedIn has helped us to do is to look a little bit deeper into the people that we're reaching out to. You know, if I look at your profile, if we were second degree connections, I could, I could see who we share in common. And if those connections are warm enough, I could actually get warmly introduced as that's how we were connected through a warm connection. Right. So I think part of it is, can you get warmly connected? And frankly, maybe I, I'd look at your profile and we're not, we don't have any warm pathways, but there's something in your profile that stands out that I could leverage in making that maybe not such a cold call, but it could be a little bit warmer if I were going to direct message you, but it is difficult. It is difficult. It takes a, a little effort, a little research to get to know people. And so I, I would say, first and foremost, I always try to leverage LinkedIn, any kind of shared connectivity so I can get warmly introduced to people that I'd like to know. That just helps immensely. And we didn't have that years ago when I was, you know, coming out of college, going into, into sales. And have LinkedIn, couldn't read about people. Everything was private. So I think that gives us a leg up. Uh, it's not always perfect, but it's definitely better than anything I've ever had. So what's the process you would use to do this? Like, because you're talking about talking to somebody that you're connected to and asking them to make an introduction. 
I think a lot of people feel uncomfortable even doing that. Well, you know, if you're trying to make a living, start getting comfortable. <laughs> so, you know, you, you have you to say that. I think you need to say that again. <laughs> so if you're, if you're trying to make a living, pay your bills, I mean, get comfortable. You know, you, you have to be, you have to be a little bit of a go-getter and it's not going to, it's not going to come knocking on your door. You have to go out there and do it. You know, and I've been in sales for years. You know, I'm in leadership and, and I've been in leadership for years, but even in a leadership role, uh, I put on a sales hat, uh, but it's more of a relationship hat. And so I think if you're be building relationships with the people that you're asking to make that connection or introduction to, that's really helpful. But I think it's the approach and how you ask people. You know, if I just reach out and say, Pat, I see you know Tom Smith or Mary Jones, a CEO I'd like to know. How do you know that person? And can you introduce me versus, hey, Pat, how you doing? You know, it's been a while. We should catch up. Uh, I need a favor. And so I think it's asking for a favor. Can you do me a favor? I'm, I'm interested in someone you're connected to. And I was wondering if you could help me out. And, and that, that helps, but also trying to catch up, find out what's going on in your world. Just don't go straight for help me out and introduce me. And I think people just have to get over the fear of asking. You know, if you don't ask, you don't know. It's, it's the same thing. If I don't ask you about your budget, which you may tell me what it is, but if I don't ask you, I may not never know. Right. So I, may, I may as well ask you. You just may not tell me. But if I never ask, I'll never know. So it never hurts to ask. When you and I first met, we you actually started walking through my connections, shared connections. Um, I just took a peek uh, about a half an hour ago. I think we have 58 shared connections. I think that's what it said. It, I was surprised. A number of these people I really don't know because I'm connected to a lot of people over many, many years. And I don't even recognize them. But we did find common threads. And there are many people I talk to. So if you were to ask me about somebody I know, I might actually know them on LinkedIn. And, and I think we're building a relationship where if I were to ask you to connect me, I don't think you'd have an issue with it. Nope. But I, I, can't, I can't ask you as a, someone I just connected to on LinkedIn and then I see a shared connection or a connection I want to know. Until we've kind of built that relationship, you're not going to do anything for me. I just can't expect that of you. Now, there's always the other side of this. Uh, flip side, there's a lot of people who are out trying to connect with me and they do it wrong. <laughs> Where do you see people doing this wrong? Well, if it's if it's on LinkedIn, the default message, so they're not customizing a message, whether they're sending it through the app or they're sending it through the full website, that they're just sending a default message. And that 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 takes no time and effort. And that's really not going to be someone that you're probably going to be interested in connecting to. But if there was a real heartfelt, sincere message that's going to help immensely and in interest to accept your invitation. Do you accept most people that reach out to you coldly? I no, you I, do. I do not. So I, I would say that first and foremost, I look for a custom tailored message and sometimes it's custom tailored, but you know, it's the same message they send to everybody. And so you could tell it just doesn't really fit when they send it. So it wasn't very thoughtful. It wasn't, you know, hey, Larry, I saw this in your profile. Really interesting. 
love to hear more and see how I could help you. It's you can just tell it's it's even a template boilerplate invite, even though they customized it. So I do not accept everybody. If it's a sales pitch, I do not accept it because I, I and everyone you know has a different opinion on that. But I I think you just got to take that little little step first to draw some commonality, send a professional request to connect and why, and and make it personal. And then from there, you know, take it to where you want it to go. But sometimes people have been very personal and and then right away put together a big message trying to sell me something. And then I've, I've disconnected from those folks. I want to talk about your book. I think it was, was it July last year? Your book came out? It did. Thank you. Yes. It's called The NCG Factor, A Formula for Building Life-Changing Relationships from College to Retirement. Why'd you write the book? I wrote the book and, and N stands for networking, C for connecting and G for, G for giving. So I'll say it again. N for networking, <laughs> C for connecting, G for giving. So I, I wrote the book. Honestly, I was originally going to write a book just about sort of the, that, that topic for college kids, you know, Kids going to college, kids in college, and I just thought there's a better way to do things. And then I realized that it's it's really that full life cycle from college to retirement that we need to do those things well. My wife is the one who encouraged me to write the book. She wanted to make an investment in me instead of investing in startups and not seeing a return. She felt this would be you know, sort of my legacy that I'd leave behind. And I can share a lot of insights from lessons learned. So I, I wrote the book really to help other people and help people to change and rewrite their living legacy. And when they're not around anymore, what does that look like? How are you going to be remembered? And I think people just work so many hours and work hard and do good things and are good family people. Maybe not good family people, maybe not great parents, maybe great parents. Maybe great leaders, great salespeople, maybe not. But what else beyond that? How have you helped other people? And so it's a different thought process, but it, it really can be life-changing for you and the folks on the other side of it. Maybe you could walk us through the concepts a little bit. Networking, we've already spoken about when we were talking about LinkedIn. But connecting and giving? You know, some people feel like... I don't think I could be a connector or I'm not that type of person to say, Pat, you know, you do this, you create these podcasts for companies and here, let me put you with a company that's looking for that. I've got a good friend that really needs your help. Not everybody could do that. And so some people are more comfortable being givers and a giver could be someone just has great knowledge. Like if you were in college and you were just awesome at science or chemistry, which I failed and I could have used help or, you know, math. And so you're, you're great in a particular topic and you're in college and you're all talking at some frat party. And yeah, my roommate is, you know, is on the basketball team and, and really having a, a hard time with math and you're an expert. So, hey, you know what? I'd be happy to connect with your roommate. That's giving. You know, giving could be volunteering uh, within a charity. 
giving could just be, you know, mentoring, coaching. And so I, I think a lot of us could be more giving, but we just get wrapped up in the day to day. And so it's kind of breaking away from that and thinking about how could you be giving? And then, you know, being a connector, I've had people really think differently now when they meet with people. And I'm talking people in transition, executives working, where they're actually thinking differently. I have a, an executive I know that's over a $3 billion you know, piece of uh, revenue at a, a major global company. And this person never thought about being a connector, but you know, she's really actively thinking when she meets with people how she can connect one person to another, and it's going to be a helpful connection for both of them. And really, you know, it, it's just a whole different way of thinking. But when you start meeting with people and understanding who they are, what they do and what they're looking for, you may end up helping their child and, and being a connector in that, that fashion or helping them directly. And so it, it, it's, you know, it's changed the way I do things and being a connector for a prospective client can be unbelievable. And that's, that's really changed the way that I, I built relationships when I was more in a direct sales role. But even today, just, you know, the way that I, you know, meet with people and help people and think about them on a personal level and a professional level and who I know and how I could be helpful. Being a host of a podcast, this is a big part of what I do, Larry. I'm connecting people all the time. And at least every other day, someone reaches out to me and says, Pat, do you know somebody who might do this or that? Or, And it's, it's, it's pretty gratifying work, actually. And it's, and it's also interesting, too. Practically everybody I ever talk to who I don't know, I immediately don't think that they're somebody I could sell to. In fact, I just assume they're not. So that takes a lot of pressure off trying to sell them, like like you said at the top of the show. Um, but you might be able to help them, and and every and every every so often, so every every so often, even a, a blind squirrel finds a nut. Sometimes you do bump into somebody who wants to be a client or a customer. But, I, I, totally, I totally agree. And well, Pat, I would say the people out there that are selling, and you know and can move away and build relationships and still offer what you offer. If you're thought of as this great resource, when something comes up on the home front, professionally with a peer of theirs, and you're a go-to, then they don't just call you for podcasts. They call you for other things and you're, you're going to be irreplaceable. You know, you're going to build a, a long-term relationship and that's how, People will follow you from company to company if there's M&A change or you just leave on your own accord. You're going to maintain these relationships for a lifetime. You must be tapping my phone. I am, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> what's come from this book? What's, what's the experience been like? What's Looking back, it's been a year now. Um, over a year now, what's come from it? I, I will say what's come from it is actually having, and I'm talking college kids all the way to retirees that, you know, besides the reviews on Amazon, that's one thing, but people actually thanking me, people in transition, meeting me with the book highlighted, uh, 
a woman uh, executive C-suite employed since she read the book twice in the first week and it changed her life. You know, just people telling me that this has made an impact. It's, it's had them kind of reassess what they've been doing all these years. And, and what that's done for me, it's, it's made me feel, you know, better about myself. You know, and I, I love helping people. And I talk about, you know, the legacy you have today and when you're no longer here, I feel pretty good. If I, if, hey, if I'm, if I'm gone tomorrow, I'm, I'm off the face of the earth, I, I feel pretty good. Uh, but I, I also feel good that I'm impacting people's lives. And as I do a podcast like this, or, you know, I have a keynote about my book, that, that people are coming up and saying, you know, wow, I never really looked at things that way. I never thought about being a giver or putting people together. And it's, it's having people change the way they do things. And that book is, is that, you know, pathway to change. So it's been life-changing for me, to be honest with you. And, you know, I'm just, I'm thrilled that it's out there and it's, it's not about the money because I have to sell millions and millions of copies before my wife will let me think about working part-time. So it's, it's really just about impacting other people's lives. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice they could take action on, what's what's some what's what's, what's a tactical thing that they can do this week? They can immediately take action. What they could do this week, frankly, every day, everyone they talk to, every conversation, whether it's a client, prospect, friend, peer, neighbor, how you doing, and how can I help you? And this is not about my business and what I do, how are you doing? In this climate, Pat, how are you doing? And how can I help you? You know, anything on the home front with family, tell me what's going on. How can I help you? And that's going to set a great foundation. And that's not going to be selling. That's going to be building relationships. And that's going to make a huge difference professionally and personally to everybody. Yeah. This may be redundant. But people want to find you. LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn Larry. I'm all caps. I'm in Chicago. <laughs> LinkedIn Larry. Find me. LinkedIn Larry, that's all known. That's right. All caps. And your book. They want to find the book. It's on Amazon, I'm assuming. Go to Amazon, type in Larry Kaufman, and I'm one F, one M, one N. There is a Larry Kaufman on there that's a grandmaster chess champion. You could buy his books. You'll be great at chess, but I don't think you'll be great at networking, connecting, and giving. So find the NCG factor on Amazon and find the right Larry Kaufman. Awesome. Is there something you wanted to give away? Is there something I wanted to give away? Is there anything you wanted to give away? Was there a PDF or something like this? I'm trying to think. I can't, I can't remember. I, I do have... I created a best practices document on how to use LinkedIn during social distancing. And I'm happy to share that with you if you want to share that somewhere. Sure. I'm happy to extend that to you as a, it's something I would send you. I don't have it posted anywhere. It's something I share, you know, with one person at a time or with a select group of folks 
or after a keynote presentation. So I'll be very happy to share it. Yeah, send it to me, and if anybody emails emails me, I'll I'll I'll, I'll send it to them. No problem. Thrilled to do that. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, Larry. Thank you very much for babbling here on Sales Babble. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. You're awesome. Thanks for being a giver and helping others by sharing words of wisdom from you know the community of sales and leaders out there. This is the thing. This is fun. It is fun. It is. I totally agree. And it's good business. <laughs> it is. It is. No, I appreciate what you do. Thank you. Thanks, Larry. We'll see you. Pleasure. Thank you. Sales starts with getting your prospect's attention. Given all the noise, you have to be different. You have to personalize your outreach. Unfortunately, it's time-consuming to go to Google, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube to find an icebreaker. It's a conundrum because you know personalized outreach converts significantly higher than canned emails. Picture the possibility that with one click, you could get a social footprint of your prospect which would make personalized outreach faster. With Sharetivity, you instantly discover personal information regarding your interests, college, and social media posts on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. With Sharetivity, you can make each outreach personalized, yet fully automated to fill your pipeline. Sharetivity is a Chrome extension. Search for it in the Chrome Web Store. It only takes two minutes to download, and soon you'll be skyrocketing your prospecting productivity today. Sharetivity, one-click personalization. To learn more about our guest, go to the show notes at www.salesbabble.com and you can find this episode and all the show notes for past episodes right on the homepage. Now, one of the best ways people hear about Sales Babble is from listener reviews. If you could go to your favorite podcast app and leave us a five-star comment, that would be really great because word of mouth is how podcasts spread. If you have a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, don't hesitate to reach out by clicking on the Babble Me button right on the website. Love to hear what you think. That's all we've got for today. So until next Tuesday, take care and have a highly successful and a profitable selling day. Thank you for listening to the Sales Babble podcast. Find us at www.salesbabble.com. This is a production of Abenero Media. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.